Good morning, guys, and welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts podcast here on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Pretty much anywhere that you can watch a podcast, I feel like, or not watch, listen to a podcast, I feel like we've been expanding lately. You know what? That's great for us. You know, glory be to the Stoner Thoughts podcast, man. Like, honestly, honestly, the, like, tripling in the amount of views that I've been getting these last couple of weeks, like, it's a really really good feeling to be back into doing this like grinding out episodes even on days that like I feel like it's really not even worth posting some of the shit that I that I record but like I sit here and I record anyways and it's a good vibe but anyways I hope you guys are doing great I'm doing fan-freaking-tastic today um pretty stoned already yep just got off work been hitting my sativa cart the surplus one that I told you guys I'm absolutely fucking in love with this cart dude like there just isn't a better way to explain it than to like tell you it's tasty it works it gets you high you feel uplifted it's more like energetic of course you smoke too much of any kind of weed and you're gonna feel pretty fucking down But anyways, I'm coming at you again today with a couple more stories, tips, things that you definitely shouldn't do. And remember guys, I have to put a disclaimer in here now because some people think that my stories are me telling you to do the exact same dumb stupid shit that I did. Allow me to explain. My stories are simply here to entertain you, to make you laugh, give you something to listen to and be like, ah, that's funny, you're a dumbass. Or to be like, you know what, that's interesting. Like, I should try these tips that he's looking up. You know, I should try, I should read this article that he's talking about. You know, I Google it and it's literally in the top 10 results on Google Engines, dude. I am a stoner, not a researcher. Not currently. Not researching shit. But let's take this first bong hit. And then I will tell you guys a story about a time that I almost got caught at school. Because I decided to try to be a sweetheart, romantic, and roll a joint for this girl that I knew who was super into smoking weed. So let's listen to the music for a sec, and I'll be right back, guys. And we're back. I just took like three bong hits, man. I don't know why I do that. Oh, I gotta clear it. Baba didn't raise no bitch. Holy shit. All right, well now that I've had my head changed from some indica getting into me. Cause I just got off of a 10 hour shift, guys. It's not that bad. It's, it's just kind of rough sometimes. You know, when like people wanna like just straight up clock out and leave work early and be like, oh, I don't feel good. Out of nowhere, all of a sudden, 20 minutes before I'm supposed to fucking clock out anyways. But I digress. It's neither here nor there. I really don't give that much of a shit. Recording my podcast. Sorry, responding to important text messages. But anyways... So this story is going to be about a time that I tried to be like a sweet romantic guy. And if any of you guys have never seen a rose joint, look it up. You roll a joint. It's got like the petals on the end. or I guess it's called like a tulip because it looks more like a tulip. 
But I tried, man. I, Mochi is attacking a paper McDonald's bag. That's that noise you guys keep hearing in the background. But anyways, I, I kept trying to, like, build it and, like, make it, like, better and add on to it and, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I got it right. It came out looking kind of like a flower. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't the worst tulip I've ever seen. But this girl was the same girl that was constantly hanging out with me and the boys. And her and her best friend were trying to smoke for free. And we all know the slogan, ass, gas, or grass, nobody rides for free. And so, you know, we were just kids. So we weren't really putting out. So they'd occasionally bring like five, ten bucks. Or they'd show up with like drinks and snacks. And that was cool. Like I said before, twice now, like three or four episodes. If you're going to be a smoker, be a productive smoker. Be a member of the stoner economy. Be one of the portions of the stoner economy that, like, you would want to be associated with. Be one of the people that, like, you would want to smoke with. Be that guy. Be that guy that's like, oh, man, you're short on weed this week? Hey, man, here's a couple of nugs. I got you. Go ahead. Like, take this and go. Be that guy that's like, oh, man, we're all out of snacks. Dude, I got 20 bucks. Let's go to the store. You know, be something be a portion of the solution not a big chunk of the problem and these two were a portion of the solution because they brought snacks but this particular day she looks at me she goes what's this and i was like well i just want to let you know like i really like you i think you're cute maybe we could go out sometime like you know all la 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 like i like you who the fuck even says that <sighs> fucking that reminds me of that video <laughs> from the boon or uh, boondocks i think it's called yeah, I think so. Where the guy's like talking to Chris Hansen. He's like, I like you. And I want you. Yeah, that you, you guys know that clip. If you go on TikTok, you'll find it. But like, it sounded kind of creepy in my head after the fact. But like, while I was talking to her, she takes his joint, looks at it. And she goes, well, what'd you put in it? And I was like, uh, weed? I think it was like some like homegrown shit. I don't remember the name of the strain, dude. It wasn't like Blue Dream or any fancy shit like that. It was like... OG Skunk or some shit, some some dumb fucking name. We ha we had one dealer try to sell us a half ounce of this shit. This was a while back, called Cherry Bomb. Now I ain't never heard of a weed called Cherry Bomb. I've heard of an exhaust for a car called a Cherry Bomb exhaust. But he's like, yeah, it's called Cherry Bomb. I got it from up north by San Francisco, and it's this exotic, delicious weed, and it has this like fruity kind of flavor on it. And so us, at the age of fucking 16, 17, we were like, wow, good weed. Like, it smelled good. It tasted good. There was no cherry flavor. And we paid way too much for it. I'm not going to get into weed prices because apparently I can get in trouble for that one. So I'll just show, I'll just throw a, a, a curveball in there. It was somewhere between $145 and $150. More on the high end. All right, figure it out. Pick a number. But... Like, we smoked this, and we got lit. I mean, I was stoned off of it. But I had never seen cherry bomb weed at a dispensary. Somebody tell me if that's a real thing. I mean, I guess I could just Google it, but you know what? I'll leave a little bit of the mystery. Because there were so many dealers back then that would sell you weed, and they never told you what you were fucking getting. Unless you were buying from one of those dealers that was, like, hella professional, you know, drove a Dodge Charger had like sunglasses on at night when he'd pull up to meet you guys like half covering his face with like a hoodie on the whole drug dealer shenanigans bundle that you had to go through 
But anyways, I'm getting too carried away. You never knew what you were getting, basically, back then. Unless it was somebody who, like, knew their shit. Or you knew your shit. So there's a girl, she she takes the joint, you know, puts it in, like, a... Puts it in, like, her glasses case or some shit like that. And puts it in her backpack, right? And, like, she, everything's cool. Everything's good. She comes up to me after first period, gives me the flower route joint back, and is like... I can't take this, like, I don't like you like that, I don't want to give you the wrong idea, I, like, I don't want to take your weed just because, like, you like me, basically. And I was like, alright, cool, she goes, yeah, and, like, I really don't want to hang out with you guys anymore, either, like, this just made it weird, I'm sorry, and I was like, well, fuck my life, damn it. So, anyways, I take the flower joint, ditch second period, and go smoke over by the student parking lot. I'm a little stoned, you know, it wasn't anything crazy strong, it was just like some like, some sativa that I had found, because I was like, oh, if she's gonna smoke in, in school, if she's gonna want sativa, like, you know, who cares, nobody's gonna check anyway, like, nobody's gonna fucking sit there, but, oh man, this is a real great sativa, no, back then it was like, oh shit, weed, that, that's all we cared about back in high school was, is it weed, yes, can I smoke it, yes, will it get me high, yes, alright, shit, here's my 50 bucks, and, like, that's what we would do. That's how we would smoke. But when she told me she didn't want to hang out with us anymore because me rolling a joint for her made it weird, I'm not gonna lie, that kind of hurt my feelings, so I decided to go smoke. Well, she went and told school security that I had weed on me, that I was trying to give her marijuana at school and all this shit, and I was like, this bitch has bought fucking grams from me at school multiple fucking times because hey i'm down this week you got a gram you could let me borrow and i'll pay you back or hey are you on deck do you have a gram and i always had a gram always had at least a gram or even i just had like a couple nugs on me like we were planning on doing a little sesh after school and i snuck a couple nugs in my bag like that was a thing too and i just sell them to her and be like sorry guys i guess i lost it you know bullshitting but half the time she smoked with us anyway, so like it didn't even matter if I gave her weed. I'd just be like, oh, we're going to smoke after school and meet us at the spot. And so she tells security on me, right? Mind you, I'm high. And I'm sitting there in the security office, zoned out. And they were like, do you have any drugs in your backpack? Do you have any lighters or cigarettes or any kind of paraphernalia on you? And I was like, no. Because I was using matches. And I had these matches tucked like inside inside of um oh man what was it what was that thing called not a hoodie i had like a raincoat i had like a raincoat that i used to take camping and it had like a flint thing in it that would look like a flint starter but you had to like twist the cap to open up the gas thing so most people just assumed it was a fire starter but it was actually like a little lighter i guess you would say not quite like a Zippo, but it was like a little round, like a pellet, basically. It looked like if you took the cap of a Sharpie marker and added a little flip top on it, that's kind of what it looked like. And it was like inside that jacket, inside a tear in the jacket that kind of made this weird like pocket inside the pocket. So I was like, oh, even if they search my shit, they're not going to find it because it also sat right where the zipper was. So you just always assumed it was the zipper. Like if you didn't know it was there, I highly doubt you would ever find it in a million years. So they searched my shit, right? I consented. Now, you know, I didn't have to call my parents or anything. I was like, no, I don't have anything on me. Go ahead, search my bag. So they go through everything. Mind you, I had to smell like weed at this point. And they didn't ask. 
They didn't say anything. I also sprayed a little bit of like Axe on me, which they found in my bag. They're like, why do you need this? And I'm like, you ever heard of PE class? Well, yeah. Physical education, bro. And like, they didn't say anything because all the football players used to carry Axe in their bags and shit. Like all the time. So if they were going to tell me I couldn't carry Axe, you best believe I was going to throw a bitch fit until the entire football team and soccer team and baseball team and all those fuckers couldn't carry Axe anymore. And, like, nothing happened of this. I got away scotch-free because they went through all my shit. They even shook my jacket, put their hands in the pockets. I was like, fuck, in my head, I was like, they're going to find the lighter. They're going to find the lighter. They didn't find the lighter. We made it out alive. But I walked up to her after school, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like, well, you creeped me out because you said you liked me. I'm like, I said I had a crush on you and thought you were cute. Like, I, that doesn't, what, what, what made you call security on me? And she's like, well... I just wanted to make it clear the feeling isn't mutual. And I was like, you could have just said no, which you did. It was over the minute you said no. You know what I mean? Like some chicks, man, I swear they're just crazy. But like this same girl, I ended up dating, not really dating, but more like we were just going out like as friends and like hanging out and going bowling and going to like the mall and walking around and going and seeing movies like we were just going out as friends with this same girl about like seven years ago I want to say we went along for a little bit and it was all good it was all chill like everything was fine until it got to the point that like things started heating up a little bit between the two of us and then like all that old tension came out she lost her shit on me and is like, yeah, this is for that funk ass weed you sold me in high school. And she broke up with me. To which I was okay with. I was like, all right, you know what? Like, we broke up because we got in an argument. It was about something dumb. Allow me to tell you what that was. Her brother and I became really, really close friends. Like, we would sit and play video games for hours when I was at her house. We would go for walks, talk about shit. Like, he smoked with us a couple of times because I brought weed. I bought weed. I had weed delivered to us. And, like, everything was good. Everything was kosher. Everything, I thought everything was fine. Apparently, everything was not fine. And her brother and I becoming friends was, like, the biggest crime that I could have committed in this relationship. And I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just, it's nuts. It's kind of crazy. How one simple little thing like that could be the ruin of something that could have been a pretty awesome relationship. I mean, we smoked. We hung out. Everything was fine. Everything was fun. Until it wasn't. But, moving on with life. Moving on with another story today, guys. And then I'm probably going to head out. And this next story is going to be about another time that I got a friend a little bit too high. To, like, the dangerous tipping point of, holy shit, we need to save this man's life. So I'm going to take another couple bong hits and then come back at you with that extre this extremist story. Be right back. Alright guys, so anyways, like this crazy story I'm about to tell you, I will say, my friend who I asked to talk about this, the only thing he told me to do was to not say his name, because it is kind of embarrassing. So, here's the story of what happened, right? It's a usual summer evening, summer between my junior and senior year of high school, 
the world is great, everything is like fine, like I'm taking way less classes than I probably should have been at the time. You know, I was ready to do some of those independent studies, graduate early, like that was my plan. Like I was gonna do a whole bunch of shit. All the while I was smoking weed with one of my buddies and this particular buddy kinda made a name for himself as a stoner, which is why he's asking me to keep his name out the conversation. But if you've ever heard of 760 Raps, 760 is the area code out here, and Raps, like, they're, they're blunts, like blunt Raps. I think they still make them and sell them. If not, then I don't know. My buddy probably closed down his business. But this was one of those times where we were testing out different things. We were having, like, a smoke sesh. And when I say, like, a smoke sesh... I don't mean like how it is now where I'm hitting the bong and talking to you guys. Matter of fact, I need another bong hit for this shit. Oh my god. Oh god, it's one of those mornings. So, this session was a session that lasted from like... Six o'clock in the morning until two o'clock in the next morning. It was all day, all night. And the reason we did this is because, number one, it was a fucking weekend. It was a Friday night. The weather was beautiful. It was summertime. It was warm out. You know, we had the girls over. They were getting in the pool, you know, all in their bikinis and shit. Like, and we were thinking, like, oh, man, oh, tonight's gonna be the night. One of us has gotta get lucky. At least one of us has gotta get lucky. Disclaimer. I was actually not the one that got lucky this night. I had a girl fall asleep on me. But that was about it. But also, I was 17. Shouldn't have been doing anything like this anyways. So, guys, if you're underage, please, please keep your activities within the PG barrier until you become a legal adult. That way, if you fuck up, your parents don't get in trouble. You don't want to see mama go to jail or lose her job after you being a dumbass, all right? So please, kids, I know some of you are watching this. Just wait. I promise you it's completely worth the wait once it's legal and it's safe for you. Well, not safe. I mean, it's probably already safe if you smoke or drink or whatever, but you should also wait until you're mature enough to handle such things. Which we weren't, obviously, based on most of my stories, including the one I'm about to tell you. But you should always just kind of, like, make sure that you're within a comfort zone before doing anything. Any kind of drugs. And I'm gonna leave that there. But anyways, back to the story. So we have these girls over, we're passing drinks around, you know, we made a fucking gravity bong and we're hitting it in the hot tub. For those of you that have never made a gravity bong, bong, not bomb, bonga. With the G, B-O-N-G. Gotta speak a little clearer on that one. Holy shit, with everything going on right now in the world, that's the last thing that I need to say on the radio. But, gravity bong. Alright. In the hot tub, these chicks are smoking, we're smoking, we got shitloads of weed. Like, this is the evening. It all started in the morning. I should start at the beginning. It started in the morning with a morning blunt between me and my buddy. You know, we passed the bump blunt. Blunt. Passed the blunt back and forth, taking hits off of it, you know, smoking it off, and you know, just kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, here's your, oh, I light a cigarette, you know, he fucking, 
grabs himself a uh, breakfast drink, a shiny little mimosa. And so that's what that is. The day starts off with weed and alcohol. So as you can imagine, as the day progresses, you know, that was the morning blunt. We kind of woke up, went around, got breakfast, did some shopping, you know, that kind of shit. Around like 1.30, 2 o'clock, the first one of the girls coming over that night shows up. And that happened to be the girl that I had a thing for. Not the same one from the last story. This is another girl that I had a crush on. And like, I've been trying to get her to go on a date with me for months, man. Like, I was like, hey... Like, she sm- I found out she smoked weed, and I was like, dude, you gotta come hang out with me and my friends. Like, trust me, just come over, like, one night, you're gonna have a blast. Because we weren't the type to be sitting there being all sappy, romantic, or all sad and shit like some people get when they smoke. We're the type to keep the conversation going, keep talking, keep laughing, keep fucking with each other. Like, it was a great time. Like, I remember one time as a, as a fucking, like, I bet you can't do it fucking joke. Our buddy had a slanted roof with, like, a flat-tiled roof. We bet him that he couldn't skate off of his roof into his pool. He did it. But he fucking missed the pool by like three inches off the tail. So as soon as that tail slapped into the concrete, that board snapped and like catapulted him forward into the pool. And now the original plan was he was going to jump into the pool, everything was going to be fine, throw the skateboard out, you know, fuck the deck, it's going to be waterlogged as shit. But... It is what it is. When he gets out of the pool, we look at his leg. With the tail, the tail had snapped. It had like scratched all up his fucking leg, all up his calf, all the way up. Like the board had snapped and gone like up between his legs, and it stopped literally like six inches below his crotch. I kid you not. Like it was all the way up his leg. And we were all looking at him like, dude, if you had been, like, crouched down a little bit more on that board, or if you had hit it a little bit earlier, we were like, you would have no dick left. It would have been gone. It would have been ripped off by these wooden spikes of circumcision. I I hate to say it like that and paint such a brutal image, but it looked that bad all the way down his leg. And he's like, oh, I'm good. And we, like, you know, we're putting fucking, like, gauze on it, like, band-aids, holding towels, making sure he's not, like, bleeding out of an artery. He ended up being fine, just scratched, but, like, still, it was a funny story. But anyways, back to this first story that I was telling you for, like, the third time now. This girl was, like, this pretty blonde that I had had a thing for for, like, forever, right? Little did I know, her best friend, another girl that was coming over that night, also, that girl had a thing for me, and she was pretty too, but, like, I never noticed because I was too busy crushing on the blonde. And, like... I don't know, it was just this weird moment of like, when her and I were in the room, where we were were outside, we were smoking, right? And it's like, hey, what's up? Like, she saw me like looking, like I was like, hey, like, hey, here's like the other half of the blunt from this morning, like here's a couple of joints we gotta finish, like let's go smoke. We all go smoke, and then her friend shows up, the one that had a thing for me. And I think this is when I started to realize it, because she sat down right next to me, and was like kind of like leaning on me, like shoulder bumping me every time she'd reach for the button, like look at me and do that smile shit. They were like, they get the eyes going up at you and shit. Yeah, that, that kind of cheesy shit. That nice little cheese. But I still didn't catch on because I was fucking, one, I was high as shit. And two, I was like, she's smiling at me a lot. And I was kind of freaking out because I thought I was doing something like weird. 
and I don't think I was. Like, we had the Bluetooth speakers turned on. We had bottles of alcohol starting to be, like, brought in by the numerous people that showed up to this session. And later on, like, the girl that had a thing for me pulled me off to the side and was like, I need to tell you something. I'm like, what? And she goes, I really like you. I was like, oh, thanks. She goes, no, like, like you, like you. And, like, was like, she was so stoned. You could see it in her face. Eyes redder than the recording button on my screen right now. And she's just telling me all this shit. And I'm just like, wow, that, that's crazy. I was like, I always thought you were kind of pretty. And, like, she kisses me just like that. Like, on the lips, right there, next to everybody, like... And everybody's all like, yeah, go you guys, like, yeah, good job. And the girl that I had a thing for just looks at me and like gives me a thumbs up. And like she knew her friend had a crush on me, but she never told me. Silver lining, that relationship ended up lasting about like, I don't know, a year and a half, two years. This was high school, like way back in high school, man. But um, this the rest of this night just became like chaos, man. Like, we had, like, 20 people from our school in our backyard. All of our friends, basically. And some friends of friends. Drinking, smoking, passing around packs of cigarettes. Like, dude, I kid you not. I was the type of guy that, like, after the party was over, if people left cigarettes out on the backyard or, like, little bags with, like, a little bit of weed in it, I'd pick everything up, put it in a big-ass basket, and put it in, like, on the table in, the, like, the middle of the living room. And if anybody's shit was in there, you could grab your shit. If you couldn't find your shit, somebody stole your shit. Good fucking luck. We had a policy, like, no fighting over cigarettes. If somebody yoinked your cigarettes, somebody yoinked your cigarettes. You were fucked. Keep an eye on your shit. Put it away when you're done. That's the basic rule. Well. The girl that... Back back to the drinking and debauchery first. I'll, I'll go with that one. So we're pounding it back, we're, we're knocking back bottles, we're smoking blunts left and right, hitting the gravity bong, like, everybody is fucked at this party. You know, the music's crazy loud. Cops don't get called, we got lucky, because when I checked the time, it was like 12.30am. So I was tripping, because it's midnight, dude, you're not supposed to be partying this loud at midnight, especially at the age of 17. But, we did it anyways. And before I finish this story, one more bong hit. Okay, anyways, I am back, guys. And, uh, I took two hits instead of one because I wanted to finish this bowl. And it's just doing a whole world of good for me, man. I'm I'm chilling like a fucking demon right now. But anyways, so what ends up happening is two of our friends end up getting sick because one of the girls was like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. And she runs over behind like the side of the house where the trash cans are. And it's just like, like you could hear it over the loud ass music. And our other friend who's fucked up, he walks over there with her and she's like, or he walks over there and he's like, Hey, are you okay? Oh my god, he smelled it. And immediately, just he ran to the trash can, flipped the lid, and you just hear him. Like, he's like losing chunks, dude. Like, throwing up all the beer, all the edibles, everything. Like, that's another thing, by the way. We had edibles at this party. It was like a little, like, tray of brownies that somebody brought that they made. But, like, 
that's about the time we started to call the party like an end. Like everybody was smoking cigarettes, finishing their drinks. Like I was drinking soda at the time. Like I had a cigarette, and the girl that I found out at this point had now kissed me and told me how much she liked me. She was like sitting there, you know, she's sitting in the chair next to me. I got my arm around her. We're being all cheesy and shit at this point. And all of her friends like, oh, good for you guys. Like, we knew it was going to happen. And I was like, I had no idea. But I was happy. I can't complain. But then we go inside. And of course, us being the douchebags we are, my best friend at the time tells me that the girl that I had a crush on said that she was into him. And I was at that point, I was so stoned and so drunk. I was like, you know what? Good for you, man. Have fun. But he knew I liked her. And I like... I was happy being with the girl I was with at that point, that that night, but like, he knew that I liked that girl, and I know why he did it, I think he did it just to piss me off, because I told him, like, it's never gonna happen, man, and now he's like, it happened, man, so it was like that, so they take off to his room, me, the girl I'm with, and like, six other people are asleep in the living room, and like, my room of the house, I had me... The girl I was with was in my bed, and one of the other girls was passed out on the floor in our in the room. So what ends up happening is, you know, we're starting to like kiss and get all whatever, and like, you know, making out basically. Her friend rolls over and looks at us and is just like staring at us. And the girl I'm with doesn't stop, and I'm like, hey, 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 your your friend is watching us. She's like. The girl all the fuck is, don't mind me. And I'm so high, I'm like, nah, fuck this. I go outside for another cigarette, right? I come back. The two girls are in my bed, asleep. And they're so fucked up. They're, like, all cuddled up with each other and shit. I'm like, oh, well, that's cute. Where the fuck am I sleeping? So I just laid down on my floor, grabbed a blanket from under the bed, and said, fuck it. And I passed out on my fucking floor, dude. Like, I wake up the next day. Half the people are gone. I'm doing cleanup, you know. I had cigarettes for days at this point. Like, I had, people left behind a lot of stuff. And a lot of people dipped that night, too. All fucked up. And they still left. Meanwhile, we had this whole rule about, like, driving when you were fucked up. You weren't supposed to from our parties. Because if somebody got hurt or somebody died, like, it would have been on us. But people did it anyways. Like, what am I going to do? I can't really stop somebody. I didn't care. I, I was 17. I was like, oh, if you're going to drive, make sure you're all right. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm fine. But they left. We had like three friends get tickets that way. But anyways, I'm on cleanup crew. I got cigarettes for days. Enough beer to fucking hydrate the United States military. And I got like a quarter of a tray of pop brownies left. So I wrap up the brownies individually. Because at this point in life, I'm selling weed and edibles to people. And I actually ended up selling some of those brownies to the people from the party. And they were like, oh, these are bomb. Where'd you get them? And I told them who made them. And they were like, you made these brownies for Nick. And he's selling them. And she's like, I didn't make you brownies. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you did. I paid you for a tray of them last week. She's like, for the party. She goes... I left him at the party and you're reselling them, aren't you? And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I thought she was going to be mad, but she was totally cool with it. And after that, she'd bake brownies for me and I'd go sell them and give her a cut. Because way back in the day, I didn't really, like, actively sell people weed. But people always knew that I had weed. So they'd be like, oh, yo, can I get some? And I'd be like, yeah, dude, just throw five bucks into my donation jar. Like, whatever. Call it what it is. I, I was basically selling people weed. 
And that's not even when I was actually attempting to sell weed to people. Like when I was trying to sell weed to people, I couldn't do it. When I stopped trying, it became super fucking like friends would like give me money to go buy weed and they give me like 20 bucks for buying them weed. And I was like, awesome. Or like I knew people that other people didn't. So like they'd be like, oh, hey, can I get so-and-so's number? And I'd hit him up and be like, hey, I got you a client. And he'd sell to them and then I would get a cut of whatever money he made from it. But the story ends with me basically seizing all the contraband that was in my backyard, cleaning it up, throwing away a shit ton of bottles and stuff, like, and uh, ending up in a relationship with the girl from that night for about a year and a half. And that's, that's about where the story ends. But anyways, guys, I hope you had a great day. I hope you have a great day. I have had a great day because I just got off of work a little bit ago before recording this. But I hope you guys have a good one. Enjoy your morning. Have fun with your wake and bake. I know I am. Even though this is my, like, token sleep. I can't think of a rhyme. And now I'm rambling. But anyways, guys, have a good one. I'll be on again later today, maybe. Talk to you guys whenever I see you. Well, I won't see you, but I'll know you're here. On the next episode of the Stone of Thoughts podcast. Bye, guys.